Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Your favorite Fox News reporters were able to attend because they were fully vaccinated and boosted. This year, with that $787 million settlement, they're here because they couldn't say no to a free meal. Ah, uh, Joe Biden at the White House Correspondents Association dinner. You heard all of the Democrat boosters. It's, uh, it's like the booster club. It's, it's like the Biden campaign in black tie. It really is the most important part of the Biden campaign, obviously. He can dwell in the basement between now and Election Day. And the press will operate the campaign for him. It is good to be a Democrat. Am I right? Well, happy Monday and welcome unto you. Hope you had a swell weekend. I had a, an interesting weekend. I was at the White House Correspondents Association dinner. President Joseph Robinette Biden, Lunch Bucket Joe, he was there. He was all gussied up and uh, made up. He had a lot of makeup on. And uh, one of my brothers in Chicago texted me late on Saturday night. He said, well, when Biden walked out on stage, he looked almost lifelike. And another sent something about Disney animatronics. Because Lunch Bucket Joe, his uh, boy, oh boy, let me tell you. Now, I was at the dinner as a guest of uh, Newsmax Television. I've been doing some work with Newsmax Television doing the Biden Chronicles. I think that Joe Biden probably hasn't seen those. It would interfere with his schedule of watching Hazel. He likes uh, Hazel. He loves, uh, hey, Mr. B. He loves that Shirley Booth. And, and, uh, and uh, so he doesn't, he doesn't watch Newsmax. And at the White House, they don't really watch the news at all. They're oblivious to everything that's going on in the world. Uh, there was a big bank collapse over the weekend, the second largest bank collapse since the 2008 fiscal crisis. And uh, we got a Republican member of Congress blaming Washington and the irresponsible and reckless policies of politicians in Washington for that. But back to Joe Biden and the White House Correspondents' Dinner, because I was uh, I was there. I was wearing a tuxedo, as you might imagine. Did you rent it? No, no. I actually own a, no a tuxedo. I have I have two tuxedos. I have uh, two. I have one with a shawl lapel and uh, one with a notch lapel. I don't have one with a, a peak lapel, a classical traditional. I, I I don't. I do have white tie and tails, though. I have white tie and tails. I don't have a top hat, uh, but I have white tie and tails. Uh, because I once attended the gridiron dinner here in Washington, D.C. But enough about me. Let's uh, let's get back to Joe Biden and me. Um, because I, I did go up on stage during the dinner, and I accepted an award that was being given to my recently deceased stepfather, a longtime CBS News correspondent and a longtime White House correspondent. Uh, he covered the White House from the beginning of the Reagan administration until the end of the Obama administration. Uh, for a very long time, a newsman and uh, an extraordinary career as a newsman. He, he um, was with Martin Luther Martin Luther King crossing the Pettus Bridge 
I think I may have uh, mentioned this recently on the radio, actually, that uh, when when um, a Democrat uh, uh, campaign volunteer shot and killed Martin Luther King, and that is a true fact, um, James Earl Ray was a volunteer for the Democrat presidential campaign of Democrat Governor George Wallace, and then he, who was a racist and a segregationist and a Democrat, and uh, then um, he went and and uh, shot and killed the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King in Memphis. And my uh, my stepfather, who had, uh, again, been covering the civil rights movement and, and covering Martin Luther King, uh, winged his way down to Memphis right away. And he uh, was, I think I said recently, was was ushered back into the uh, into the room by the coroner there in Memphis uh, to view the remains, the uh, slain remains of Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, on a slab. And, uh, and he never told me that story until about two years ago. Never. That's another story that he never told. But it's, uh, it's an amazing story and part of his amazing career. And so he was given a, uh, he was going to cover the Vietnam War, the civil rights movement, the 1968 Democratic Convention in Chicago where he grew up um, and uh, uh, the riots and, and all of that stuff. And an amazing career. Then Washington and politics, presidential uh, campaigns, and then the White House. In any event, they were uh, uh, giving a an award posthumously, obviously, uh, to my stepfather and uh, my stepfather, uh, Bill Plant, and his uh, widow was unavailable uh, for professional reasons, was out of the uh, uh, the area, out of the city, uh, because of uh, uh, previously scheduled obligations. And so she asked, would you go to the dinner? I was going to be at the dinner anyway with Newsmax. Would you go to the dinner and accept the award um, on her behalf. And so and so I did that on uh, Saturday night. Now, as a result of that, I, I ended up up on stage with President Joseph Robinette Biden, a.k.a. Lunch Bucket Joe, and, um, and shaking his hand and uh, standing for a quick photo, and then uh, stopping and uh, warm and hearty uh, greeting from Kamala, Kamala Harris. And so I'll uh, share some more detail about that as we go forward. But let's go to uh, let's go to some audio from the dinner itself. And uh, Joseph Robin about now they're they're taking it was a very political event because it's a room full of Democrats. I was wearing a bow tie, uh, tuxedo, bow tie, black bow tie with uh, elephants with a pattern of elephants on it, which earned me a lot of looks from people in the room looking at me cockeyed and cross-eyed and and puzzled, um, wait a minute, there's somebody here that would wear a bow tie with elephants on it? Because that's a symbol of the Republican Party, and this is not a Republican Party event. Now, I've been to many White House Correspondents Dinners in the past, um, and long ago, it was not nearly as political as it is now. My first White House Correspondents Dinner was during the Reagan administration, and I was... uh, I was a, a you know a, a sapling, very young, in my twenties, and um, and it was really cool, and it was dazzling, and I was new to Washington, and it was uh, great uh, stuff. And Ronald Reagan was president. Ronald Reagan spoke, and he did jokes, and he was funny, and um, I think that might have been the year that Nancy Reagan spoke also, and and did jokes. And I've been to uh, dinners with various presidents over the years, and and so on. And I was I was trying to do the math on how many presidents I've met now. Um, 
And it kind of depends on how you score a little bit, whether I got to hang out and talk to them or whether, uh, you know, shake their hands, pictures with them, or whether I just got to ask them a few questions while I was standing there with a camera crew, uh, things like that. Um, but Richard Nixon and, and uh, Gerald Ford and Jimmy Carter and Ronald Reagan and George H.W. Bush, a little bit, but we didn't hang out and talk. Um, Bill Clinton, W. Bush, definitely. Um, and uh, gosh, uh, you know, as I already mentioned, Clinton. And, and, uh, and uh, Joe Biden I met when he was a senator, but this is the first time meeting him as president. I never met Barack Obama. That's one eight years where they skipped over. I, I can't believe I never got an invitation to their, to their Christmas party during the eight years of the uh, Obama presidency. J- just kidding. Um, but, you know, the, the uh, Republicans, they invite all Democrat uh, press, because that's about all there is, to, um, to the White House Christmas party. And that's who you get at the, uh, at the correspondence dinner, too. Now, again, very political. Joe Biden taking shots at Fox News, at Tucker Carlson personally. The so-called comedian taking shots at Fox News, Tucker Carlson. And he's African-American, the comedian. And he's taking shots at Clarence Thomas. Shot after shot at Clarence Thomas, by the way, too. And, uh, and the, you know, the important thing is how the crowd responds because it's a crowd of supposed to be objective journalists, Washington journalists. In fact, you know, you look at that room and it's pretty much everything that's wrong with America in one room. Um, pretty amazing stuff. Ran into the, um, the, the athlete formerly known as Bruce Jenner and uh, who was there with the swimmer Riley Gaines uh, because uh, Caitlyn Jenner now supports Riley Gaines, meaning that Caitlyn Jenner is on the correct side of that debate. Um, and uh, who was it? Somebody said over the weekend, tells you everything you need to know about Fox News, that they, they fired Tucker Carlson but still employ uh, Caitlyn Jenner. That's a, kind of a statement on Fox News these days. But, uh, but let's go to a very political, very polit- even before I, uh, I went up on stage and, and uh, hung out with the President of the United States very briefly. Um, but here is Joe Biden at the Correspondence Dinner. A lot of ways this dinner sums up my first two years in office. A lot of ways. I'll talk for 10 minutes, I'll take talk- zero questions, and cheerfully walk away. They love it. They, 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 they didn't love it too much. The crowd was actually fairly docile compared to years past um, because, you know, they, they're all miserable because they, they can't be happy. They can't have joyous times, joyous moments, joyous evenings. And so they were struggling a bit. Well, sounds like he's been drinking, but I think he doesn't drink. He, um, I'm sorry, what? Paddles. Uh, Calling the doctor, calling us. Tra- they rolled him out in an iron lung, uh, opened it up, and and he stepped out. They dusted him off a little bit, and he took his uh, seat. Sounds a little like the, I come out, I talk for ten minutes, I don't take any questions, and then I wander off and bump into furniture, and they all clap. Ah, that's, uh, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's pretty much true. That's the uh, that's the thing. Um, Man, you know, there was uh, CNN covered the whole thing live, bumper to bumper. Oh, speaking of which, we uh, shot some screenshots from CNN of me with Joe Biden up on stage and me with Kamala Harris up on stage. And we posted them so you can add uh, captions. You can add captions to the photos. Posted them on the Twitter, uh, the Facebook, 
and Instagram so that you can go on there, take a look, the various social media. Our, uh, our great friend Kevin Tober posting them. He does our social media for us, also with the Media Research Center. And, um, and they're posted on Facebook, Twitter, the two photos. And you can add, if you wish, yourself, or just read the captions that people are adding to the photos of me on the stage with the President of the United States and the Vice President. But CNN covering it live. And uh, then they had a guy who was a Republican strategist by the name of Scott Jenkins, who was, who was asked, well, what do you think about Joe Biden's uh, performance? And, and he talked about the joke that you just heard. During my first two years, I, it's like this. I talk for 10 minutes, and I don't take any questions, and then I wander off. The line that will stick with me is, in a lot of ways, this dinner sums up my first two years in office. I'll talk for 10 minutes, take zero questions, and cheerfully walk away. I, I'm just going to... For the journalist in the room, he wasn't laughing with you. He was laughing at you. I mean, the reality is, I think he's mocking the press. The guy does not take questions, and he's up there joking about it. And I just, and they're clapping, and they're laughing about it. And I, I don't know. I just, I think he owes, I'm a, I'm pro reporter. And I think the President of the United States ought to have to talk to these reporters and not mock them. Yeah, yeah. Trump wore them out almost every day. He took so many questions that they were exhausted and had to lay down by the time he was done answering their questions. Uh, Joe Biden, um, CNN had, uh, I think, probably more tables there than anybody, but uh, you weren't going to find Don Lemon at least sitting upright at any of the tables. Call me old. Call me old. Yeah. I call it being seasoned. Seasoned. You say I'm ancient. I say I'm wise. You say I'm over the hill. Don Lemon would say, that's a man in his prime. Don Lemon would say, that's a man in his prime. Was, uh, little Don Lemon jokes. He said that, you know, a woman in their uh, 40s is past her prime running for president. Um, and then, of course, you got to take shots at Fox News and Tucker Carlson. We really have a record to be proud of. You do? Vaccinated the nation. Vaccinated the nation. Transformed the economy. Transform. Earned historic legislative victories and midterm results. Historic zhuzh. The job isn't finished. The Republicans won the House. I mean, it is finished for Tucker Carlson. <laughs> what are you wooing about like that? Like, you think that's not reasonable? Give me a break. Does it give me a break? No, I'm not kidding. I'm serious. This is not hyperbole. Um, they're not the only shot at Tucker Carlson on Saturday night. A lot of them. Uh, because it's a very partisan crowd, a very, very, and uh, they have ratings envy and, uh, you know, success envy, popularity envy. How many, uh, how many views did Tucker Carlson's two-minute video end up with? Uh, last time I looked, it was 75 million, I think. Um, boy, oh boy. Mm-mm-mm. You know, growing up in Chicago, I used to envy my neighbors that get their deliveries of Omaha steaks, grill them up in the backyard, dad out there with a cold beer, smoking a cig. You know, now Omaha Steaks is rewriting the book on burgers with an all-new handmade texture for the juiciest homestyle burgers that you've ever tasted. Their pure ground burgers are made from single cuts of real-aged Omaha Steaks. These are truly steaks on a bun. Filet mignon, ribeye, New York strip steaks, sirloin, even brisket burgers. Now's the time to experience the exclusive burger perfection flight 
for just $79.99. All you have to do is go to OmahaSteaks.com, use the promo code PLANTY, that's me, at checkout, and you're going to get an extra $20 off your order, plus free shipping because you hang with me. You get all four, all four of the pure ground burgers, so you can sample all the steak on a bun greatness. These burgers are crafted for a juicier, more tender experience, making your mouth water with every single bite. But don't wait. Go to OmahaSteaks.com, use the promo code PLANT at checkout, and get $20 off Burger Perfection Flight and discover your new burger obsession. A minimum order may be required. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the White House Correspondents' Dinner. C-SPAN and CNN. Yeah. They had, uh, it's all a television show. Our entire political system is a terrible television show. And I had a, a, a bit part on Saturday night. I'll get to that. Hey, Chris here with some exciting news. Now you can listen to me live on the WMAL app. Doesn't matter if you're in your car, in the office, on the go. The WMAL app delivers crystal clear, around-the-clock news coverage anywhere with cell service or Wi-Fi. So don't miss a second of your favorite shows. Download the WMAL app today on the Apple App Store or at Google Play Store. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Well, I still have a lot of audio to get to, and I want to tell you about my uh, the fun I had talking to Joe Biden on Saturday night and Kamala Harris. I, I um, you know, the circumstances were such where I was, of course, on my best behavior. And uh, unlike the rest of the people in the room, I wasn't there to be political. <laughs> so I'm one of the few people in the room who um, is allowed to be political for a living. Uh, yet, really, pretty much everybody in the room is more political than I am. I've also got more for you today. Attacks on the Supreme Court because the you know the Democrats. Uh, great story, telling the truth about the Democrats and the Gateway pundit. Uh, Democrats are mounting a campaign to delegitimize the Supreme Court. Why would they do that? Well, I will explain. And over the weekend, an attack on Justice Roberts wife, Chief Justice of the United States, uh, John Roberts, and his wife, Jane Roberts, who is uh, apparently a very successful attorney. And uh, now the attacks are on her because the, and, and you'll note that none of the lefty jurists are held to a standard anywhere remotely similar to the standard that uh, identifiably conservative justices are held uh, because they're attempting to delegitimize the court. They're laying the groundwork. It's the long game to pack the court with radical leftists. That's their plan. They're very sinister. Uh, And also, Hollywood people now apologizing for characters they played on television long ago, like Apu on The Simpsons, you know, Hank Azaria, and the woman that played Pat on Saturday Night Live. That's coming up. 
Now, the Democrats undermining the Supreme Court for greedy, power-drunk, selfish, corrupt reasons, and it's an orchestrated and sustained campaign, and it's racist. And they know it's racist, so now they've started attacking Justice Roberts and his wife as well, because there is nothing that is beneath them. Uh, they are the left. They're not liberals. They're, they're really not on Team America at all. They're just uh, ravenous, craving power, and will destroy the world to secure one more seat in the Senate. Uh, you see uh, uh, Ro Khanna, the Democrat from California, saying that it's time for Senator Dianne Feinstein to resign. What did he say? Uh, graciously to get out because she missed a vote that Joe Biden, you know, was going to ruin the economy more, and she missed the vote. So now Democrats are out of the closet, um, a lot of closets today, uh, telling her it's time for her to resign because they're craving more power, and they think this is one more avenue to more power. So the Daily Show has a person that identifies as a comedian. His name is Roy Wood Jr., Roy Wood Jr., and he spent a lot, he was the, the uh, entertainment, I'm making quotation marks with my fingers, at the White House Correspondents Association dinner night before last, Saturday night in Washington, D.C., at the Washington Hilton, which is the hotel where Ronald Reagan was shot by John Hinckley. And the Democrats, they buy all the tickets they can to John Hinckley's guitar uh, performances, and they buy all his T-shirts, because the Democrat Party is not what it used to be. It's, it's kind of a third-world party, and they don't know how many genders there are, and they can't tell you what a woman is, and they don't believe in science or genetics, or uh, they're wiping out, they're erasing their own history, the history of the 20th century, the science of the 20th century. But uh, let's get back to the Correspondent Center. Roy Wood Jr. is his name, and uh, he was the entertainment uh, for the White House Correspondent Center. So naturally, uh, attacking Fox News to the... Uh, uh, pleasure of the audience, attacking Tucker Carlson, and then attacking Clarence Thomas. He's a black guy. They always get, I talk about this all the time, they always get the black guy to attack the black guy, right? You know, Senator Tim Scott, uh, they have a designated black guy that attacks Senator Tim Scott, because it would be racist for a white guy to attack Tim Scott. They do it anyway, but because they're hypocrites, and were it not for double standards, liberals would have no standards at all. And they always get a woman to attack the woman. You know, if you want to attack uh, Tulsi Gabbard, they can't have the men do it. They have the women do it. You remember when Hillary Clinton said Tulsi Gabbard was an agent of Russia and Putin. She also said the 2016 election was stolen and that the 2020-24 election will be stolen, that the plot is already underway, a vast right-wing conspiracy. VRWC, the VRWC as we call it in Washington. Uh, Daily Show alleged comedian Roy Wood Jr. at the White House Correspondents' Dinner. Scandals have been devouring careers this year. The untouchable Tucker Carlson is out of a job. Now, okay, some people celebrate it. But to Tucker's staff, I want you to know that I know what you're feeling. I work at the Daily Show, so I too have been blindsided by the sudden departure of the host of a fake news program. (laughs) 
Tucker Carlson, of course, way ahead of uh, the people in the room on story after story and telling the truth on story after story that these people buried. Uh, let's just start with uh, Hunter Biden's laptop. By the way, Hunter Biden is in court today in Arkansas only because a judge ordered him to be there because Hunter Biden is crying poor mouth, you know, did you know this? And uh, because he's not paying his child support and he doesn't want to pay child support for the bastard child that he sired with a Washington, D.C. exotic dancer. Uh, um, So Hunter Biden may be held accountable for the first time in his life in baby mama case, the baby mama case. It's uh, London Roberts and London Roberts' daughter, Navy Joan Roberts, named, named her Navy. Hunter Biden was kicked out of the Navy for repeated cocaine abuse violations, and he's got a daughter named Navy. No wonder he doesn't want to be reminded of her. <laughs> Just one more reason. Every reason. And, you know, Joe Biden, he always gets wrong how many grandchildren he has. Uh, Jill Biden gets wrong how many uh, grandchildren Joe Biden has, too. And I guess she has. It's, uh, you know, Hunter is not her biological son. So there is, yeah, Tucker Carlson. And, uh, yeah, John Stewart left. And then he uh, stole my joke about uh, Wuhan and uh, Hershey's uh, chocolate factory in Hershey, Pennsylvania. And, and the media, woo, yeah, Tucker, yeah, I got, got uh, fired. Uh, Roy Wood Jr. We got to get Tucker back on the air, Mr. President, because right now there's millions of Americans that don't even know why they hate you. <laughs> well, that's, that's half true, actually, as you... You know, Neri has heard a discouraging word about Joe Biden or his administration as long as the people in this room are in charge of the message. Right? And, uh, yeah, I got to tell you, because millions of people don't even know why they hate you. Well, it's, uh, yeah, you know, it's the propaganda, the information dominance of the American left, the media dominance of the American left. And... Um, then he threw in, he decided to throw in a... Uh, Don Lemon, again, he's a black guy, so he can go after But Don Lemon is also gay. He checks two boxes. So he could be a homophobe. I think Roy Wood Jr. might be a homophobe. Tucker Carlson is the first host to get fired from Fox News for something that's only partially about how he treats women. That's progress. He shattered the whole ceiling. Speaking of holes, Don Lemon is out of a job. Lots of CNN tables there. The whole CNN gang was uh, there at the White House Correspondence Center. Now, about how he treats women, really. And you notice that the crowd didn't respond much to that because they're all very nervous about that. They're all very uncomfortable. Hey, where in the world is Matt Lauer? I guess Matt Lauer is not in the room. He's, he's at his ranch in New Zealand. I think there's a button under his desk at his ranch in New Zealand that locks women in the room. You know, the one in Rockefeller Plaza with uh, the the closet full of sex toys, and, hey, where's Mark Halperin? Where's, uh, where's uh, Mark Halperin? How, how long is the list of uh, Democrats that have been uh, tossed out because of, you know, the, the CEO of NBC Universal was uh, forced out because of sexual impropriety just a couple of weeks ago. Uh, the list is long but not distinguished of network news, television anchors and executives and producers who have uh, gone the way of 
Matt Lauer because of sexual abuses. And I guess Bill Clinton wasn't there. You, know, you don't want to do those sexual abuse jokes when Bill Clinton's in the room. Hillary wasn't there either. They, uh, they were at home throwing ashtrays and lamps at each other. That's your Democrat party. And, um, and then, you see, it was time to go after Clarence Thomas because they got the black guy. He's, uh, he's an alleged comedian. He's from Comedy Central. And they are on a jihad to delegitimize the U.S. Supreme Court because they're, they're tilling the soil. They're prepping the battlefield because Elizabeth Warren said it again recently. It's time to pack the Supreme Court with radical left-wingers that will vote the Democrat Party way every time. Um, you know, also a little update on the leak, but here is, uh, here is Roy Wood Jr. I think Republicans, y'all would be surprised, man, if y'all would just be real about what CRT is. You can be surprised. Some black folks might, might meet you halfway. But you got to tell the truth. You can't lie to black people. Call it what it is. Anti-CRT policies are an attack on black history and an attempt to erase the contributions of black people from the history books. That's a, a political lie, of course. You are trying to erase black people. It's and a, a lot of black people wouldn't mind some of that erasure as long as that black person is Clarence Thomas. As long as that black person is Clarence Thomas. See, that there, and uh, Senator Tim Scott, who I don't believe was at the dinner, there were not a lot of Republicans at the. Usually, I like when I started going to these years ago, the room would be uh, not half and half. But the networks and the news organizations would invite members of Congress from the Republican Party in almost equal numbers to representatives, senators, House members, cabinet members, and so on. They'd invite uh, almost equal numbers. So you'd see a lot of Republican members of Congress and a lot of Democrat members of Congress. Not this time. Not, not this time. Very, very few Republicans. Uh, and not a lot of Republican media, Newsmax, Newsmax was there, uh, certainly, and I was there with, uh, with Newsmax. Now, uh, the Clarence Thomas thing, the attacks on Clarence Thomas will continue because, now, here is the, here's the story from the Gateway Pundit that I pulled over the, the weekend. Democrats are mounting a campaign to delegitimize the U.S. Supreme Court by Mike Lachance, Mike Lachance. And it's a thoughtful and intelligent piece. As we recently pointed out, he writes, Elizabeth Warren is still pressuring her party to pack the U.S. Supreme Court. That is not a coincidence. The liberal media has been busy the last few weeks publishing story after story about ethics violations along the conservative justices on the court. Now, it's pretty amazing, the, uh, the uh, uh, Democrat Attorney General among the SCOTUS-related Supreme Court of the United States acronym, among the SCOTUS-related stories that major outlets have broken the last few weeks, the Washington Post discovered Clarence Thomas has been declaring income from Ginger Holdings, LLC, instead of Ginger Limited Partnership since 2006. Now, you see, they're declaring the income. Oops. Uh, the company actually changed its name during the course of this. So that's what you have as a bookkeeping error. But the, the news media and the Democrats, but I repeat myself, are still all over this. And Smearingham and I read to you last week a very intelligent piece by a, a great attorney and author, Mark Paoletta, uh, who is a, a friend of mine, 
uh, wrote a very intelligent piece, I believe it was in National Review, explaining the rules for the Supreme Court and explaining that no rules have been violated by Clarence Thomas. But uh, pay no attention to, to that. They are attempting to delegitimize the court because their longer-term goal is to pack the court. Senator Mike Lee tweeted out on April 29th, a couple of days ago, Oh, yeah, it's ha- Happy May Day, Democrats, the international uh, you know, uh, socialist movement. <clears throat> Radical leftists, Mike Lee tweeted, Radical leftists are trying to destroy the Supreme Court so they can recreate it in their own image. That's exactly what's going on. And the uh, Gateway Pundit story, this is a direct attack on the rule of law from the party that claims to be the protectors of democracy. They're, of course, absolutely nothing of the kind. Now, the left launched an attack against, um, and and by the way, there was a a fascinating uh, political cartoon in the Washington Post on Saturday morning. Uh, It's a, a... cartoonist known for political, for uh, conservative political perspectives, Michael Ramirez with the Las Vegas uh, Review Journal. And it is a depiction of Justice Clarence Thomas in black robe standing out in the middle of uh, what is clearly Arches National Park in Utah. And he's standing on a giant target. Now, it, it's like, a, you know, a, a Bugs Bunny cartoon, a Wiley Coyote cartoon. And um, there is Wiley Coyote standing under a giant rock ledge. And the word politics is on the giant rock ledge next to one of the Arches and Arches National Park. And this giant, huge uh, cliff piece of a mountain is about to drop on Wiley Coyote. And Wiley Coyote, standing underneath it, looking distraught and concerned, has the label media next to him. So the media is Wiley Coyote. And once again, they keep trying to nail Clarence Thomas. And... They're phony attacks. They're phony attacks. They're attacks. They're racists. You know, Joe Biden was the chair of the Senate Judiciary Committee that started the high-tech lynching of Clarence Thomas in 1991, and it continues to this day, and now Joe Biden's in the White House. Boy, the more things change. And uh, this cartoon, I think we'll post this cartoon. Politics, the politics about to drop on Wiley Coyote's head. They keep trying to massacre Wiley, uh, 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 um, uh, Clarence Thomas, and they keep failing. But there's another story that came out over the weekend. Um, Jane Roberts, who is married to Chief Justice John Roberts, made $10.3 million in commissions from elite law firms, comma, whistleblower documents show. Well, you can just look at tax records because um, it turns out that Jane Roberts is a very successful Washington lawyer and was before her husband was nominated to be the Chief Justice of the United States. And when he became Chief Justice, Jane Sullivan Roberts uh, made a pivot. She had a long and distinguished career as a lawyer. She refashioned herself as a legal recruiter, matchmaking, um, um, uh, you know, you pair people up, uh, uh, lawyers with corporations. And she got out of the, the business of taking on cases and clients because she wanted to avoid any perception of a conflict of interest. And in doing that, she, well, she did the right thing. So there are no conflicts of interest, but she still kept a job. And in Washington, a lot of lawyers make a lot of money. And over the course of a great many years, she's made more than $10 million. And now they're attacking her and Justice Roberts because Justice Roberts' wife 
is a successful Washington lawyer who has made a solid living after sidestepping her legal career and finding a new avenue, but still they're attacking her. This is about delegitimizing the court so they can pack it with left-wing radicals. It's about the war for public opinion. It's about information dominance. As their boy, as their boy Joseph Goebbels said of the Socialist Workers' Party, a lie told once remains a lie. A lie told a thousand times becomes the truth. You know, the banking crisis is spiraling. Another bank collapse over the weekend. The second largest bank failure uh, just took place in, in, since 2008 over the weekend. And Americans need a place to turn to protect our hard-earned savings. You know, you really can't trust a bank at this point. You need to diversify now. Time to call my friends at American Alternative Assets. Call them at 888-4-GOLD-20. 4-GOLD-20 to get your free personal wealth protection guide. They're going to help you protect your retirement savings by rolling over your IRA or 401k into physical gold IRA. Fact is, you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax-deferred status all outside of the banking system. So call 888-4-GOLD-20. Call them today to get your free wealth protection guide. American Alternative Assets has earned an A-plus accreditation from the Better Business Bureau. So protect your savings now before it's too late. Call American Alternative Assets at 888-4-GOLD-20 to secure your free gold and silver guide today. Individual results may vary. There's no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. Seek your own legal, tax, investment, and financial advice before opening an account. Yeah, they just, but they never give up the attacks on the court because they've got a long-term plan. They're like commies. They've got a hundred-year plan, like the Chinese commies. And they will never relent. They will continue to smear. Now, where are all the stories about the Democrat nominees to the court and all of their finances? Where are those? There are none. Why? Did I hear you correctly say that perhaps he was influenced by Gurgle? Al Franken is a failed comedian, a failed actor, and a failed senator. He now has a podcast called Groping, Groping with Al Franken. And he's attacking the Supreme Court as illegitimate because it's an all-hands-on-deck Democrat Party team effort. The, the court is a very divisive um, entity now, institution right now. Because you guys um, made it that the way. The Supreme Court, uh, to me, is illegitimate the way they didn't take up Garland. They didn't take up Garland. Merrick Garland. On the, saying it's an election year. And then they, of course, put in Coney Barrett. That's the Harry like Reid rule. Days before the election. Harry Reid rule. But, and, and, and then, of course, Dobbs and abortion. You know. Abortion. If only uh, Al Franken had been aborted. A failed Democrat senator. I might be willing to make some exceptions, you know. I, but there it is. It's illegitimate. And I just read you the story about delegitimizing the court. And they've got Al Franken, a former senator, failed comedian, using the word illegitimate. What a coincidence. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord, we get it. 
They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.